episode 131, Gulliver Giles. Welcome to the Awaken Your Alpha podcast. Live limitless, tracking down the finest alpha minds on the planet for you every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Worlds they live by, for example, put the cookie down. Origins, biggest failures, fears, awakening moments, Yoda questions, yin yang, the alpha round, and their wake up question to finish. To get all the updates and exclusive insider tips and resources of what's coming up and really be in touch with this show and make sure you don't miss a trick, head over to ayalpha.com and I'll give you all the resources through there. You sign up, sign up to my email, and currently we're giving away my number one best-selling book, The New Rules of Success, completely free. Any men who are interested in the coaching that I do with elite and professional entrepreneurial men, get in touch and we'll set up a strategy call so we can talk through how I can get you in shape to achieve more. Get to the podcast, do the little guy a favor, subscribe and review. It'll help get him off my back. Okay, good morning, everyone. We have Gulliver Giles on the phone. He's also known as the sales warlord or for the sales warlord. <laughs> he is widely known as one of the best trainers on the planet for one key reason. He can teach you to get over your fear of sales and how to grow to love getting on the phone. Recently, he's got the release of his new book, The Art of Sales. You can learn all about him and what makes a salesman great. And you can get that for free. So firstly, Gulliver, are you ready to awaken your alpha? Hell yeah. Yeah. So I was born ready. I was born ready, man. Ah. <laughs> so thanks for jumping on because you just told me you've been like tucked away for a long time. It's like Friday night. There's seven thirty. You've been working hard. What are you up to at the moment? We're just we're just uh, seven days into a nine day residential. This time last week, uh, five of my key clients came in. Uh, we basically forced them to get on the phone and we beat the crap out of them to make money. So they've done about. About a half a million dollars in sales uh, since they've been here, and we're just pushing, 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 pushing. Um, basically, what it's all about is forced indoctrination, forced implementation. Yeah. Uh, we got really frustrated with the IM scene. I was like, you know, buy this crap in a box, and hopefully, shit will happen for you. And yeah, maybe it will, maybe it won't. Yeah. So, we started to design seminars and sales experiences to inculcate you in the ways of the sales warrior, you know, take you from you know, zero to hero and rapidly indoctrinate you into actually making money on the phone. And that's what we've been kind of obsessed with for the last five years. Results orientated sales training, not like this, Oh, come to a seminar and hopefully you'll learn something. Maybe oh, give me 5,000 pounds. At the end you'll have a good feeling in your penis that you did something. And it's like, no, let's, let's make some money. So that's what it's all about. Uh, and that pretty much, that, that is the pinnacle of what we do. Um, yeah. When I consult two large corporations, I'm flying over to America uh, in a month's time to go see this $30 million software company where I'm going to do the same thing, lock them in a house and force them to make money and teach them the warrior ethos instead of like, well, let's wait for the phone to ring and hopefully we'll make $700,000 this month. It's like, okay, what if we were to do that, but also to actually call some people and try and offer them some value? Maybe we'd make $1.5 million a week instead of 700000 So it, this this obsession of ours with value comes from a a disease that creeps and walks through business people's hearts. And I call that sales loathing. Yeah. We have got it into our heads. That make money is evil. That to make sales is evil. That is bad. That we should be ashamed of it. And yeah. You know what? There are some people out there who aren't selling. They are just defrauding people and fucking with them. But sales is an exchange of value. Yeah. And it's about you valuing and loving and respecting yourself. 
loving and respecting your clients and only selling people who deserve and are happy to pay for and will get a result from what you've got. And that's what it's all about. If you're not doing that, well, you know, you're not making sales and sales. So yeah, that's, that's my philosophy in a nutshell, but there's well, like shit, you know, in the devils in the details, I can give you a lot more devilment yeah. and details if you want them. Well, we, I think we might dig into that into a bit, but what an awesome start. You just cut out all the crap and straight to it. I absolutely love it. So, I mean, usually ask to, <laughs> to add to your intro, but that is, that is really summed up. And I love the fact that, like you say, the practicality, you can just get more and more information, but you've got them there for nine days and you're on their case and make, keeping them accountable and just making them do it. Because that is, that is the thing, like you say, that you can get people just on the search for more and more information. Guilty as charged as well. It always happens. And you just got to implement. And it's, that's what the power of a coach or a mentor of just being forced into a situation where you've got you've to produce results. So I want to ask the origin, yeah. quest, origin yeah. question then. How did you get from A to B? Like, where are you originally from? What did you want to be growing up? And like, how do you get to this situation? Because it's quite niche and like being locked, locked away for nine days with all these guys doing these sales. What, what happened, man? Well, I mean, you know, like uh, when I was a little boy, um, my parents, my dad's from Berkshire in the south of England, and okay. my mom is from Michigan in the north of uh, in the north of America. Michigan, and did they you say? put Michigan, yeah, the north. Yeah, oh, that's, right that's on the moving there. My my wife's family all lives in Michigan, so I'm Lots moving of there. <laughs> great, <laughs> great fishing, awesome, awesome, awesome. We go so there they, right on the border. That's what we're, right, yeah. We're um, we always go every summer to Roger City, northern Michigan. Right on the Lake Huron, so right up there as well. Random. So all, all of my all my red my redneck Michigan ancestors go to the <laughs> the Lila the now Peninsula, which is like where where the best deer hunting and trapping and game fishing is, and they yeah. go up there for summer and winter and crazy shit. So anyway, we digress somewhat, but um, <laughs> we were my parents got married in uh, America. Dad was studying, Mum was studying, and then they moved to Tasmania of all the fucking places when I was two. Bit random, isn't it? Well, what did they move there for? Dad got a position as assistant dean at Christ College in Hobart, oh, yeah. which is like a good place to go. Yeah. Study, get the hell away from Berkshire. <laughs> <laughs> and um, great place to be a kid, you know, sort of semi-rural, grew yeah. up, you know, running around in the bush. Um, when we moved to Melbourne, I really wanted to be in the military when I was young. I was yeah. that, that kind of kid was sold on the alpha lifestyle when I go and fight gloriously and die for my country. But I, I got an eye injury when I was very young. Couldn't do that. So went completely opposite direction, went off the rails, got into music, got into drugs, got about tattoos. Yeah. You know, it was the lead singer of a punk goth band, you know, <laughs> makeup, it's completely the opposite. And then I woke up at 24 and I was like, this is bullshit. Um, yeah. So I shaved off my hair and got a suit and went into corporate and went completely the opposite. So I'm very extreme. Yeah. In, like my, my pendulum between the you know, left and right and good and bad and wrong and conformity and all that kind of stuff. So I was experimenting with different things and I got into corporate and I went from promotion to promotion, but I hated my life. I hated yeah. my job. I didn't feel good because I was creative and different and I was stuck in that kind of suit job, being a manager, leading salespeople. And I then met my, my now wife, Leela, yeah. who kind of said, you hate your life. And I said, Fuck you woman, that's my penis. We're talking about how dare you. Um, <laughs> As you do. <laughs> uh, I have a car and a mortgage woman. How dare you? And I kind of said, well, maybe you're right. Maybe it's selling shit I don't care about, people I don't care about that yeah. I don't think is going to work, work for me. 
So I went into business with her and that was probably about seven years ago now. And we went from strength to strength to strength to strength. And really, I came from that inauthentic, self-hating, corporate, self-loathing, sales-fearing, hating sales, but it was something you did yeah. for money. Yeah, I'm going to make all the sales and fly my helicopter into a mountain of cocaine and a whole bunch of strippers because I feel so empty inside. You know, that, that whole kind of thing. And that's like where <laughs> I've been there. And there's a whole bunch of guys in sales like, hey, fuck you, man, I'm a boss. I'm going to sell like a boss. It'd be awesome. Yeah. 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 But they've got what the, the American fellas like to call commission breath. Yeah. <laughs> uh, care about the money or the cocaine or the whatever it is that they're doing it for to fill that blazing empty hole inside them that never seems to get filled. Yeah. So what I learned from that was caring about people and what they're going through is more important than all that other crap. And if yeah. you care about people and what they're going through and you can help them understand you care about them and what they're going through, you can align what they're going through to the product you have authentically and it's something that can actually help them, then you're going to make a lot of money and you're going to be happy. I sell coaching and I help people who sell coaching, sell coaching and I help people who sell things that are authentic and actually help people. So yeah. it's not like, you know, property or stockbroking where it's like, yeah, I got that contract. Fuck you. Now you can't get out of it. See you later. I've got my it's not like that. It's more like, you know, when I sell you, if I'm going to train you how to overcome your fear of sales or how to get more effective at sales or how to lead your people into battle at, in that sales arena, it's the beginning of the relationship. Like I have to impress you. I have to treat you good yeah. because my lifetime value of a customer isn't like, Hey, I got that commission. It's like, Hey, this is the beginning. And if I sell you, I sell you into my helping you. I, I yeah. protect you as a client. I want to be there for you. And I want you to, to be a good customer and, loving you enough to call you is just half the, the picture. I also have to love myself enough to make sure that I'm doing the right thing by myself. Respecting you is just half the picture. I have to respect myself. And if you're giving me shit, I have to say, Hey, you know, this isn't going to work out. I don't want to yeah. spend the next nine months growing your business. So it's a much more holistic approach than that kind of fucking run attitude that you get with some salespeople. And I think that's, people seem to think that's what represents sales. And I don't agree yeah. that that is, Sales, I think this is manipulation and bullshit. So I guess my mission overall is to is to help people understand that sales is an act of love and self-respect. It's about loving people enough to call them and try and help them and about respecting yourself enough not to take any shit from them or to let them let themselves down or to take any crap and to be to be free to be authentic and honest and tell them the truth. Hey, you know what? I'm pretty sure that's going to fuck you up. If you, if you keep going down this path, you don't do what I'm asking you to do, you're going to keep not getting that result, particularly in business growth in if I let them down, if I don't help them, they're going to keep not making money. They're going to keep not making sales and they're going to keep hating sales. They're going to keep themselves up and mutilating their own self-esteem. And it's like, I can't have that on my conscience. So I'm going to fight all the way up to the line and over the line yeah. for every single customer. And I want to instill that in every company, whether it's an individual business owner, whether it's a salesperson, whether it's a $30 million corporation, I'm going to fight to instill that discipline because that's what sales really is all about. Yeah. Quality. Blimey. You've, you've covered so much in there. I mean, sometimes we ask about the awakening moment, but we, you've covered all about that when you sort of your wife sort of pinpointed things or your future wife and almost there's a few quotes in there, but is there a particular quote that you've liked over the years or that you like to live by at the moment? I think the biggest thing is that one day I realized that you don't hate selling. You hate not selling. Mm. You don't hate selling. You don't hate sales. You hate not making sales. No one, no one hates 
processing that credit card and watching five, 10, 15, $20,000 hit their account. No one hates that. They hate, <laughs> they hate that feeling. Of, oh, I could have done that better. What if I'd said this and I would have won? And what if I could have helped them off? Oh, fuck, I feel like I let that person down. I can see I pussied out at that point and didn't do what I should have done. Yeah. So what I want to teach you is how to walk right up to that line and know 100% whether you fucked it or whether you didn't and how to stop fucking it and start doing it. And when you do it and you walk up the right, the right person, the right time, you make the sale great. And if you don't great, you're not in love with victory and money and you're not attached to defeat and you don't weigh your self esteem against rejection because rejection in sales is bullshit. Rejection. Like if I say to you, Hey buddy, my wife is, is going to dump me. And she said that like, she's found this guy and he's got like a you know a penis, which is like 10 inches long and six <laughs> inches wide. And he's so much more than I am. And he's got this awesome gym body. And he's a trillionaire. and He's got a private jet and he has a house in Ibiza and Mallorca. And he's got one in France and like, and he's just everything I'm not. And she's left yeah. me. That's rejection. That's yeah. like, you know, you're not good enough. You're, you're just a pathetic. Cunt. See you later. That hurts. Yeah. Sales rejection. I don't think I'm going to buy your product today. Oh, well, whoopee. Yeah. Like you take that personally, you're fucked. Yeah. So I don't think I don't think you hate sales. I don't think people hate sales. I think they hate not making sales and the shit that they get up to in their own brain, fucking themselves up when they don't. And all the stories they make up about how it's personal and it's about them. It's not about them. It's about the other person on the other end of the phone. Yeah. And then shit. And when you get good at sales, is when you realize what that person's going through, and you put that first instead of your own insecurities and fear and bullshit. You can spend your whole life being a complete pussy ass bitch worrying about your own shit, or you can put yourself last and concentrate on that customer and what they're going through. And when you do that, oh my God, you'd be amazed. You actually give a fuck about people. What happens then is like, well, look, you know, you don't get them all, yeah, but you'll get the ones that really want to buy what you've got and actually yeah. have self awareness to see that you're trying to help them. And those are the only ones you can help. You get the ones you should. So you mentioned there about your wife, like she pointed out a few things to you, but this is our Yoda question. Who helped awaken your alpha? It could be someone that you looked up to or inspired you from afar, or it could be particular mentors or coaches along the way. Or like who helped you get this expertise in sales or is there anyone that springs to mind? It could be a few people. I was backed into a corner. Like we, mm. I'd, I'd, I'd been in a position with my previous job where I'd bounced through life as a miserable sack of shit, you know, trying to find a way to fill that hole, that lack of meaning hole, that lack of purpose hole. And yeah. I've lost touch with myself in a lot of ways, but I had that braggadocio, that alpha, fuck you, I'm awesome kind of wall up. Yeah. And I met my wife, like most wife, she kind of broke that shit down real fast. And things escalated to the point where I was fucking up in our relationship and screwing it up and she busted me my relationship up with her and she there was a choice i either i either went down the road of like you know doing the same old pattern i'd always done at 30 31 or whatever my age was and waste yet another relationship by being an idiot yeah. or i kowtowed put my head down and did the work on the relationship but the way i chose to do that was to be a passive aggressive little man child so i made it i made the front face the facing face the forward facing wall bullshit, passive aggressive face of, yeah, yeah, honey, I'm behind you. But yeah. inside I was this emasculated, frustrated, angry little bitch. Yeah. And I was not alpha, but I was carrying the shield and the armor and the wall and the bullshit. Yeah. yeah. And I think with, with, with my wife, like what happened was 
we went through this business and this business was like the crucible and her ambition, not mine, but hers, she led the business. She grew the business. My ambition was to try and keep her happy and control her emotions by creating more money. Yeah. But I couldn't. And I finally got, it got to the point where I had stood up and became wholly myself and loved her a hundred percent and grew the business a hundred percent and was 100% behind it or everything would fall apart. And I made a choice to stand and fight and stand on my ground. And I realized how competitive I really was. I realized what, what the alpha in me was really all about. And yep. it was f-ing tough because, like, because it was a long journey to get, I'm 40 years old and I've only just tipped that threshold mm. understanding what, what drives me and everything has been so f-ing awesome since then. But it was a long, hard, brutal, bitter, hurting, self-hating, self-destroying, sabotaging path to get here. Yeah. And, and learning to be open about that stuff and get it out of my head and have that conversation with my wife and be honest with her and be a real man and stand beside her as the warrior king, the sales warlord, beside yeah. the marketing queen, the awesome, amazing woman. Learning to actually have that conversation instead of being too scared to have it and trying to control everything by not, having conversations which might lead to conflict. That was the big learning for me. It's like, how can you be more authentic? How can you open up more and be more vulnerable? How can you be more accepting? How can you be more loving and less self-destructive by holding it all inside and not talking about the shit? I think that's the biggest problem men have Yeah, is that we, we ought not to have emotions and not to feel emotions and to scare to be scared away from conflict, to be scared of confrontation, to be scared of having that conflict with our wife because we haven't been taught to control ourselves and we're not real good at dealing with our anger and our rage, learning to deal with rage, learning to deal with anger, learning to deal with conflict, learning to deal with passive aggression, with open aggression, learning to deal with that stuff and be authentic about it is the biggest journey of spiritual growth you're ever going to go on. And it makes you the best business person, the best salesperson you could ever be because you understand yourself so much better. Was it Sun Tzu says, you know, if you understand yourself, but not your enemy, you'll win half the battles. If you understand your enemy, but not yourself, you'll win half the battles. But you, if you don't understand yourself and you don't understand your enemy, you are doomed to lose. Yeah. And I guess that's where I started out. And that I guess that I got to the point where I understood my wife, but not myself. Now I feel like I understand myself and my wife and I understand myself and my customer. And it all comes from that kind of self-awareness, self-knowledge because it's all a mirror. And it's one of the things yeah. I teach in my sales stuff, which is about the mirror, the shield of Perseus, which is understanding what's going on in your head may not necessarily be the truth or real. And what's going on in your head, if you let that poison what's going on in the conversation with your prospect or your client, you can fuck your shit up without them having anything to do with it. And that's where most people are in their sale at the moment. Man, that's some so many powerful comments in there. Absolutely brilliant. Meta! <laughs> <laughs> man, this is this is a great interview. I just I just let you let you run off there, man. It's awesome. So I'm gonna bring it into the alpha oh, round then. <laughs> into the alpha round here. So we just get some tools, tricks, and resources, and any anything that you think is useful. And we like to start off with: Is there a specific book that's either helped you along the way, or just one you think you could recommend? It could be in general. It could be specifically to do with sales that you think is useful. Is there any out there? So in terms of books I've actually read, I'd say the most inspiring book on sales that I've ever read. Jesus, that's a freaking massive call. Yeah. What would I say? I think it's actually a metal album. 
I think the, the, the most inspiring book is actually a, an album by a band called Manowar. Yeah. Um, M-A-N-A-R. Yeah. Um, and they have an album, album called The Metal Kings. And if you listen to that album, there is so much. I mean, they are the most sexually ambiguous, leather-clad, pretend Viking warrior dudes from hell. And they <laughs> sing songs about dudes with gigantic swords who, whose swords are always wet like a young woman prime like all this crazy shit but there's some really really motivational shit in there um yeah. the other album i highly recommend for sales mindset is eminem's eight mile soundtrack yeah um the other sure. album i would recommend with conan but conan the barbarian uh movie soundtrack yeah. when i was broke when debt collectors were calling me when we were starting out in our first year in our, our business together and we were going to lose the house. We were three months overdue on the mortgage. Everything was turned to shit. I would get up in the morning and I would listen to Man of War, Heart of Steel. And I would listen to Eight Mile, Eminem, Lose yeah. Yourself, you know, success is your only motherfucking option. Failure is not. And I would listen to the Conan the Barbarian soundtrack and I would prepare myself for battle. Um, in terms of actual books, <laughs> Brian Tracy's Secrets of self yeah. was awesome. I got a lot of really massive distinctions from that. Experiences. Anthony Robbins unleashed the power within was seminal for me, you know, walking over the pit of fire, um, going through his process over that few days was incredible for me. Uh, Gosh, uh, Jay Abrams getting everything you can out of all you've got incredible marketing book, but also really, uh, I think from a point of view of branding and self-awareness of what your brand is really all about, digging into everything you possibly have and bringing that to the fight to be unique. What would you say is one of your, one of your personal daily alpha habits that keeps you on the strand now and keeps you being productive and like producing these results? I like to get up in the morning and I like to listen to all of those sorts of songs and get myself in state. Yeah. I'll get myself in this state of like, you know, right, it's me against everything. Like I'm the freaking berserker warrior. I'm the one in the front line of battle. And I get myself in that mindset of like, it's not about victory because victory is fleeting. Like, you know, you, you yeah. get pissed, you drink a bunch of stuff, you eat shit, you few barmaids, you get up in the morning and you know, victory. Okay. We had a party. Awesome. Next. What warriors really care about deep down is fighting. So loving the process and being proud of the process and understanding, yeah. look, this act, this act of picking up this phone and calling this prospect, this act of going through my process and rigidly adhering to it, even though I can't be and I'm tired and hung over or whatever it might be doing that is the path, is the way, is the honor, is the everything. The process delivers the results, not victory, not the attachment to victory, yeah. not the attachment to defeat, not the attachment to self-immolating, self-hating, defeat-orientated thinking, not the attachment to, geez, I'm fucking awesome and look how great I am, but the attachment to, I am doing this now and that is its own self-fulfilling prophecy. I'm marching to battle. I am fucking swinging the sword. I am reading my script. I'm handling my objections. That daily immersion, that Kaizen, that continual improvement of yeah. the way. There's your other sales book. There you go. Guys want to learn about sales. Read, read The Art of War by Sun Tzu. Epic when it comes to business and sales. Understanding the process of training. If you look at the SAS, you know, we Australians have SAS. You British have, you know, you spawned those motherfuckers from the SOE. If you look at the Americans, you've got your Delta Force and your Rangers and your... Um, your seals, yeah. those guys get killed more often in training than they do in battle because they train so fucking hard. Yeah. They worship their process and their skill at battle more than actually going to battle.
And I would, I would look at yourself as an alpha in your business, as a salesman, look at your process, look at what you're doing and, and, and fall in love with being awesome at honing your skill, sharpening your sword, polishing your armor and gleaming like the sun. When you walk into battle, it's good enough that you walked into battle. It's good enough because you're going to follow your process. It's good enough because that's all that matters. And you're going to win some, you're going to lose some, but you're going to show up every day gleaming like the sun. Yeah, that's the ritual. That's the way. That's the daily discipline. Man, I, if people listen to this and they're not, you're they're not motivated, what, what can we say, mate? This is quality. I just want to m- mention there as well, what are some of the key mistakes people make when it comes to sales? Like some of the ones that are just absolute clangers to you obviously you know the process and we just think oh my god and you for you you just come in and you think that's so glaringly obvious but people do it all the time what are some of the key mistakes there are three kinds of people that come to me number one people who are terrified of sales yeah and they hate it because they they it doing sales once in a job where they hated it and they they've built a bunch of pain and mental anguish around it and they've then made up a corresponding scar tissue story mm-hmm. around how sales is evil and they can't do it or they hate sales because someone hurt them once by selling them something that wasn't really real or they believed someone they probably shouldn't have believed and haven't taken responsibility for that. That's the first thing. Second thing, I get really great people come to me who are good at talking to people, but don't want to be that pushy salesperson Mm. stereotype they've got in their head. Um, And the third thing is I get people come to me who are leaders in business who want to build an army of warriors, but don't have the systems to actually train what's naturally in their heads. So they're great intuitive salespeople, but they're not systemized. So the first big up is the expectation and the fear that you are going to screw with someone and hurt them Mm. and that you are going to become this, you know, persona that is evil and that you're somehow going to like damage people or push people beyond what is morally right or wrong. That's the, that's the, that's a big killer. Um, the other, other mirror, you know, yin and yang, the light and dark aspect of that is that you're so obsessed with your own pain and your own fear. You're not even thinking about that other person. You're just so scared of rejection and fear of pain that you can't operate, you can't make the call, you can't get past your hesitation. That is the single biggest stumbling block. So number one is um, over fear of their own strength, that they're going to hurt someone or fear of their own weakness. And that manifests in a number of ways. Also, it can manifest in that overblown cockhead, (laughs) snorting coke, strippers, smashing you your boat into a helicopter full of cocaine kind of attitude, which you also see, which is just this compensation for some shit that your mum did to you or something. But it's all the same stuff. It all comes from some shit within you. It's nothing to do with sales, selling or adding value. Mm. So how do you get past that? You have to get past your own insecurities, your own fear, your own hate. And the the metaphor I like to use is the sword of sales has two blades. If you've seen the movie Braveheart, you know, William Wallace, the big off hand and a half bastard sword double-bladed sword used for taking down cavalry yeah if you look at that sword it's got two blades one is the fear blade the blade of fear and one is the blade of love the blade of the the blade of fear says you know what if i don't make any money what if i go broke what if they don't like me what if i'm too pushy what if i'm not pushy enough what if i can't pay my rent or it says i'm so scared of not being enough that i'm going to people over to make the commission i'm going to lie 
about what this product does in order to make that sale. I'm going to make a whole bunch of shit up in order to look like a boss, even though I feel like a piece of shit down deep. That's the, the sort of fear we use it to slice into ourselves and mutilate ourselves and others. That's not sales. That's being a f-ing asshole yeah. and not controlling your own shit. That's not being a man. It's being a weakling and a f-ing midget. The sort of love says, I'm going to put aside all my insecurities because that's all they are. I'm going to focus on this client. I'm going to focus on what he wants, what he needs, what they're going through. And I'm going to put them first until I feel sure that what they're telling me about their life, I can solve with my product or service. Yeah. And at that point, and only at that point will I sell them something and I will sell them like the Archangel Gabriel descending from hell to battle the demons. I will fight for them. I will fight against their limitations. I will never hurt them, but I will slice their limitations and fears and objections off. And if some blood and skin comes with it, then it because I would rather slice that bullshit off the conversation we're having and have us be one and in a place of understanding at the end of this conversation. Yeah. What I love about that is just the perspective shift of you saying you will fight for them, which is as soon as you put it like that, it completely changes the perspective and the mindset and that makes it sound appealing to people or at least to myself you know that and i completely know where you're coming from when when you realize that yes this is the person you've found out all about them you're bothered about them you can help them that's the time when you're going to fight for them and that's that's how you should approach it i absolutely love that and that's and that's what my my system is all about is understanding where the line is and where it's like look you never want to fight against someone if they if they're clinging to their limitations if they want to stay in the shark infested yeah. water of their shitty life that you could solve with your product with your training with your coaching with whatever it is you've got and they want to stay there so badly that they're pushing you away that is not about you mm. and the biggest thing we do is we're like i called 100 people today and my mission was to sell all of them well you because you're never going to sell all of them. 50 are going to be voicemail. 50 you're going to get through to 25 of whom it's just not the right time. It's not for them. They're going to get you off the phone real quickly. If you take 75 people who don't even answer their phones or tell you to fuck off personally, that's like 75 knives in your heart. Yeah. If you get through to the 525, half of them are going to go some distance through your pitch and they're going to be distracted by their girlfriend jerking them off or they're going to be distracted by their wife calling them or they're going to be distracted by something, which has yeah. nothing to do with you. But if you want to take it personally, you've yourself up real badly. The so expectation is the mother of disappointment. Yeah. Out of the 50, you could have closed, closed 10, 20% of them. Yeah, you've got, you change, you've got to change your mindset. That, like you say, that is success. If once you understand the sort of the ratios, and you you don't take it personally, exactly. you can't understand you can't. You're not. That's never going to happen. It's nothing to do with you that you're not going to sell like sell a hundred percent. What is the best way people can get in touch with you if they want to find out more? Because we've literally just scratched the surface. We might have to have you on again. <laughs> I think I think I talk way too much. So yeah, cool. If you want to hang out with me, I am on Facebook all the time. That's where I am. Oliver G U L L-I-V-E-R, G-U-L-L-I-V-E-R, Giles, G-I-L-E-S. And in closing, who do you think I should interview next or very soon? Have you got a couple of recommendations from your sort of neck of the woods or anything, anyone that you think is, would be alpha for this show? I'd have to say my, my Red Beret buddy, Daniel Lowry, the Pathfinder. Okay, brilliant. That sounds good. He's, he's ex, ex-paratrooper, um, left the paratroopers after a couple of tours of duty, uh, went into becoming a drill sergeant, kicking other paratroopers' asses, and now <laughs> he now runs a successful uh, six-figure, mid-six-figure gym, and he's also coaching uh, fitness professionals on how to build their businesses. He's a real alpha male, real okay. hard, hard motherfucker. I think you guys are getting along really well. 
Perfect. Well, Gunner, I'm going to have to leg it because I've got to take my boys to gymnastics. It's been an absolute pleasure, mate. We need to touch base again because it's been far too fast and furious. Check out this fantastic podcast. Do the little guy a favor. Subscribe and review. It'll help get him off my back. Hey guys, thanks for tuning in for another awesome, exciting episode on Awaken Your Alpha. Really appreciate it. Make sure you keep up to date with everything that's going on. Follow us on Facebook, Awaken Your Alpha, Twitter, Awaken Your Alpha, and Instagram at Awaken Your Alpha. Connect with me as well, Adam Lewis Walker on Facebook, personal and public profiles, but I'd love to connect with you and find out more. Those who want to take it up another notch, you can book in your personal strategy session with me. Get straight to that form and apply. It's tinyurl.com forward slash Awaken Your Alpha. The Awaken Your Alpha podcast. Live limitless.